Hello, this is Joe McGee. Welcome to our podcast. Make sure that you subscribe and please share the podcast with your friends. That is the number one way you can help us reach people with God's love and healing. We love you guys. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey, this is Joe McGee through the Bible. Today we're in Numbers chapter 13, one of the most incredible chapters of all the Bible, and that's all good, but this is one's very special. This is about where they're about to enter the promised land, the land of milk and honey, the land that's more than enough, the land they've been promised for centuries and generations, but they wouldn't stop sitting long enough to take it. So Israel went, uh, went down to Egypt. Uh, they were shepherds. Uh, there's 30 pharaohs in Egyptian history. Uh, 27 were city pharaohs. Three were country pharaohs. When Joseph goes down the first time, the first guy there, he's a country pharaoh. So when his family comes down, he says, look, I'm a shepherd. I know about sheep and cattle. Your family knows about sheep and cattle. I'm going to give your family the land of Goshen. It's a great land, fertile, great grazing ground, great place to have cattle and sheep. So for the next three pharaohs who were country pharaohs, the Israelites prospered, multiplied, increased, and grew. But all of a sudden, ah, the city pharaoh takes back over. So about the 400th year, city pharaoh takes over, and he realizes there's too many of these Jewish people. They're multiplying like rabbits. There's too many. We got to do something about it. So he passed the law. Let's kill every Jewish baby boy, two years of age and under. We're going to weed them out. So he made a law. So they're going up through this light camp. And if you have a baby boy that's under the age of two, they murdered him. It was slaughter. Mama's crying everywhere. Wow. You got a baby boy, two years of age and under, didn't kill the baby girls. You have a baby boy, we're going to kill him. That's where you get the story of Mama hiding Moses in a basket, floating him down the river. Uh, Pharaoh's uh, daughter can't have a baby, and she finds the baby. I'll tell her, this is my baby. Moses' mama shows up. I say, you have a baby. And Pharaoh says, who are you? Well, I'm a mother, and I've lost my baby. And she didn't lie. I've I've lost my baby, but my breasts are full of milk, and I would be glad to nurse that baby for you. So Moses' daughter, I mean, Pharaoh's daughter, hires Moses' mother to nurse Moses. So Moses grows up as a son of Pharaoh, as one of his own. And for 40 years, he goes to the best school, gets the best training, has the best military training. Uh, He lives in the best place, wears the best clothes. God is a great show-off. God will use what the enemy's meant for your bad, for your good. God loves to turn things around. So we're going to pick this up in chapter 13 of Numbers. Then the Lord now said to Moses, send out men to explore the land of Canaan, the land I'm giving to the Israelites. Send one leader from each of the 12 tribes. So Moses did as God commanded. So 12 tribes, I want one leader from each tribe. We're going to do, we're going to send them out as spies into the promised land. They're on this side of the Jordan. They're going to cross the Jordan and they're going to spout the promised land, the land of milk and honey. We're going to live in houses. We didn't build even finished in place. It's the land God had prepared for his people. But the devil's moved his people in and taken over the land. So they go in. Verse 17, here's what Moses said. Moses gave the men these instructions as he sent them in to explore the land of Canaan. Go north to the Negev, to the hill country. See what the land is like. Find out whether the people living there are strong or weak, few or many. See what kind of land they live in. Is it good or bad? Do they have towns that have walled cities? Are they unprotected? 
Are they open camps? Is the soil fertile or is it poor? Are there many trees? Do your best to bring back some of the supplies from the crops you see, where it happened to be the season of harvesting the first ripe grapes. Now they go in, it's a real exciting thing. Uh, verse 23, uh, when they came to the valley of Eshol, they cut down a branch with a single cluster of grapes so large, it took two of them to carry it on a pole between them. They also brought back uh, samples of the pomegranates and figs, and the uh, place was called the Valley of, of Many. And so when you fly to Israel, you fly to Tel Aviv, uh, they have a big brass statue in the airport of two grown men carrying a cluster of grapes on a wooden pole, two grown men with a pole over their shoulder. And in between is this giant cluster of grapes that looks the size of cantaloupe, but they're grapes. It's grapes from the promised land, the land of more than enough, the land of plenty. God didn't lie. This is one great land. So they're coming back and they bring it back. So they spend 40 days spying it out. So they come back. Uh, verse 25. After exploring the land for 40 days, the men returned to Moses and Aaron and the whole community of Israel. They reported to the whole community what they had seen, showed them the fruit that they had taken. This is their report to Moses. We entered the land you sent us to explore. It is indeed a bountiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Here's the kind of fruit it produces. But the people living there are powerful, and its towns are large and fortified. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak, or the descendants of a fallen angel and a human. They're not normal. Um, that's what Goliath was. Goliath was 10 foot, 2 inches tall, 6 fingers, 6 toes. He was a half-breed between a fallen angel and a human. He's not normal. That's why David said he's dead while he stands. He didn't have an eternal soul. He's dead. I'll kill him right now with this rock. That's a different story. And so uh, um, we saw giants there since the Anak. The Malachites live in the Negev, the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, and the Hill Country. The Canaanites live along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea and along the Jordan Valley. But Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. Let's go at once and take the land. We can certainly conquer it. Now, the Bible says 12 men went into the promised land. When they came back, 10 gave an evil report. Two gave it to a good report. Joshua and Caleb gave a different report. They saw the same thing. They slept in the same place. They ate the same food. What did two see that 10 did not see? Well, that's whether or not you're living by faith. Faith's critical. Without faith, you cannot please God. Without faith, you can't whip the devil. What do you believe? I believe what I haven't seen yet. I believe what God said. Oh, my goodness. But Caleb tried to quiet the people. Let's go at once and take the land. We're certainly able. But the other men who had explored the land disagreed. We can't go up against them. They're stronger than we are. So they spread this bad report, this bad report about the land among the Israelites. The land we traveled through and explored will devour anyone who goes there. All the people saw they were huge. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. Next to them, we felt like grasshoppers, and that's what they thought too. What did you ask them? Hey, big guy, what do I look like? You look like a grasshopper. And that's what they're saying. It just went crazy. Chapter 14, verse 1. Then the whole community began to weep. They wept aloud and cried all night. The voices rose to a great chorus of protest against Moses and Aaron. Oh, if we'd only died in Egypt. Oh, if we'd only died here in the wilderness, they complained. 
Why is the Lord taking us to the country? Only have us die in battle. Our wives, our little ones will be carried off as plunder. Wouldn't it be better to return to Egypt? Then they plotted among themselves, let's find a new leader to take us back. Take us what? Yeah, we need somebody to take us back into Egypt, take us back into slavery, take us back to stomping in the mud and making bricks, take us back to not having the freedom, not having a, there's always people in every generation. Every generation has got a group of people trying to take you back, play it safe. God never goes backwards. Without faith, it's possible to please God. God's always going forward. God's mercies are new morning are new every morning, not yesterday. There's nothing in your past you can do anything about. Stay out of your past. The devil wants to take us into our past, what we did, what we thought, what we didn't do, what we should have thought. No, he's the accuser of the brethren. God's in our future. God's mercy is new in the morning. It, it's all be like, man, I don't know what we've done, but it doesn't matter. God's got a better thing tomorrow. Our greatest days are in front of us, not behind us. There are no good old days. I grew up in a big family. They'd sit on the front porch every Sunday afternoon. They'd talk about the good old days. I remember back in the 40s. I remember back in the 50s. Listen, I was born in 51. There are no good old days. My best days are in front of me, not behind me. God's taking me from faith to faith, glory to glory. Our best days are in front of us. That's where we're going, not where we've been. And so it's exciting. We live in the greatest day of human history. This is the, There's never been a better time than now to get married. Never been a better time now to have babies. Why? It's the last days when God's spirit is poured out without measure. Our sons and daughters are going to prophesy, dream dreams, have visions. God's going to order our steps, direct our paths, surround us with divine favor, bring us into truth. He's going to lead us and not forsake us. He's not going to abandon us. We're living in the greatest time of human. We're living in the last days when God's spirit's going to be poured out. So I've told my kids, there's never been a better time to be alive than now. Never been a better time to get married than now. Never been a better time to have a baby than now. Never been a better time to start a business than now. It's the last days. It's the greatest time of human history. The fathers of the faith dreamed about this time. Uh, if you go to heaven, they probably, their watches run our race right now. So don't go around complaining and thumb sucking. Get your faith working. How do you do that? Well, start thanking God. God loves to be thanked. When you get to heaven, there are four creatures around the throne of God with six wings, with two wings that cover their face, with two wings that fly, two wings that cover their feet. All they ever do is cry, holy, 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 is the Lord God Almighty who was this, this to come. They vaunted that back and forth across the throne. God made four angels who will never do anything for eternity other than praise him. God inhabits praise. People, I don't feel like praise him. Well, it's not about feeling. It's about doing it by faith. Father, I'm going to thank you right now. This is the day you have made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in this. Going to be the greatest day of my life, the greatest week of my life, the greatest month of my life, the greatest year of my life. We're going from faith to faith and glory to glory. Got to change the attitude. If you read your Bible, just what we're doing through here, just read through. You see, God will never leave us. He'll never forsake us. God's trying to show off. Let's give him the opportunity. We're going to pick this up next time we come back. Don't miss this. This is a great, great story that ends real good. God bless, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Be sure to join us Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to hear more of what God can do in your life. It's got a great future for you and your family, and we're here to help you get there. Please make sure you visit Joe McGee Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. There you find all of our Friday funny videos and other encouraging resources for you and your family. 
While you're at it, be sure to visit JoeMcGee.com. We have all sorts of materials, books, DVDs, you name it, all there to help you, your marriage, and your family succeed. 